my god. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, hi, I'm M. And I'm Tima. Welcome to Bed Buds. Where we fall down the internet rabbit hole together, go on a couple of nerdy deep dives, and share the wildest stories from our friends and the internet. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm trying to hold back tears right now um, because we clap every time we start recording to like set uh, so we can later match the audio and video. And I fully just like slapped myself instead of clapping. <laughs> I guess I thought that'd be a good idea. And it literally, it's a red. I slapped myself so hard. Oh, um, yeah, so we're starting on a great note. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, we'll see if that heals. It'll heal. <laughs> Out in the nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going camping. Um, literally, as soon the second we finish filming, I'm outie. Um, I'm going to Joshua Tree for mm-hmm. three days. So It's going to be so fun for you. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Um, I haven't camped since last August mm-hmm. when I went. I went backpacking in Sequoia. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun, uh, but I feel like I invested in like a lot of gear for that trip, and then I haven't done anything with it. So. You have to make use of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to make it worth it. Yeah. Have you ever been camping? I have when I was younger. Okay. But the only thing that really bothers me is the bathroom situation. Ah. Uh, it's it's rough for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely rough. Yeah. Period. Like it's <laughs> it's it's hard. Yeah. Uh, I think. So I think at Joshua Tree, like, the campgrounds have restrooms. Yeah. Um, but that was also a no-go. Yeah, it, yeah, just all of it. Like, even uh, even designated restrooms are icky to me. <laughs> that's fair. Honestly, I think sometimes, like, going out in nature, kind of digging your own hole and mm-hmm. doing it yourself feels cleaner, actually, than using, yeah. like, the campground yes. restrooms. Yeah, um, I agree if you're cool with the bugs and stuff but one time I went camping and the designated campground bathroom was Mm -hmm. just a wasp nest like inside the stall there was a wasp nest and there were wasps like coming out of the toilet (laughs) so yeah I was like nature pee imagine getting like a no no absolutely not um I don't want to imagine (laughs) no way (laughs) yeah but I'm really excited. Joshua Tree in December is definitely a choice yeah. that I made. It's um, a strong one. <laughs> it's going to be very cold. I love Joshua Tree. I've only been once before um, around spring, so I'm excited to see it in a different... Season? Season. Oh, my God. Thank you. I was like, era? Epoch? Like, what? Epoch? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, time period? Like, okay. I'm... You know, okay, don't you hate that when you can't think of the simple word for it? Yes. So you, like, start saying all of the complicated yes. vocabulary that you have. I could have just said, se- what well, season, right? Yeah. Yes. I was about to be like, time period. <laughs> I'm doing great. You are. You yeah. are definitely ready to disconnect for a bit and turn off my brain and turn off electronics oh for Um, sure i hope you have lots of fun thank you um, i hope the coyotes stay away from you coyotes (laughs) i don't even even think there's coyotes in joshua tree there aren't i'm sure there are no i hope not no but they're fine coyotes are fine 
they're not gonna do anything to you coyotes i'm i'm a big fan of coyotes like i think they're really cool i think they're misunderstood yeah does not mean that i want them around my tent though yeah. <laughs> i am a little worried about scorpions and stuff like that oh. um but i i really like my tent okay i trust her i think she's pretty well sealed okay um, okay that's all you need. You're fine. You're fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, thanks for scaring me about coyotes, though. Hey, it's winter, so there's probably less... Are there actually coyotes in Joshua Tree? I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> You're just scaring me with no knowledge. Yeah. Just out of nowhere, you chose violence. I just violence. want you to be excited, and sometimes fear brings out the excitement, you know? Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. That's yeah. really thoughtful. I'm just looking out for you, you know? Thank you. Um, well, I will look out for our podcast and our listeners and move us along to yeah. the next story. <laughs> to the first story, oh my goodness. Which is mine. Oh, yeah. You're starting. Okay, okay. So this one's from Reddit, and it's from r slash am I the asshole. Am I the asshole for refusing to let my surrogate keep our baby after she changed her mind? I, 33 male, find myself in a difficult situation with my surrogate, Maria, 25 female, and I'm wondering if I'm the jerk in the situation. To provide some context, my husband, Roman, 37 male, and I decided to use surrogacy to have a child. We had a legal agreement in place, and Maria was compensated generously for her part in carrying our baby. Everything was going smoothly, and we were excited for our child's arrival. However, around the eighth month of pregnancy, Maria dropped a bombshell. She declared that she no longer wanted to go through with the surrogacy, and expressed her desire to keep the child. Mm -hmm. This sent Roman into a fit of anger, but I managed to get him to step out, and I had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Maria. I reminded her that she had legally signed the documents, and the baby was unequivocally ours, mine and Roman's. She began pleading with me, but I stood my ground, asserting that this child was my son and not hers. She tried to bargain, saying she no longer wanted the money, but I firmly rejected her request, emphasizing that no one had coerced her into signing those papers. Whether she liked it or not, the baby was ours. To add some financial weight to my argument, I pointed out that all the money we had invested in the baby and the substantial amount she received before the pregnancy. I made it clear that if she wanted the baby, she'd have to reimburse us for all of that, something I knew she couldn't afford. I suggested that if she had any more issues, she should speak to my lawyers, but as far as I was concerned, the baby was ours, mine and Roman's, whether she liked it or not. Maria called us cruel and even got her family involved to support her case. Now, I'm doubting whether I'm in the wrong here. Roman supports my stance, but some of my friends and her family are calling me the asshole. So Reddit, am I the asshole in this situation? So this is an edit. Um, we live in California where traditional surrogacy is allowed, as well as pre-birth and after-birth agreement. We have a pre-birth agreement, and by law, the baby is ours, and she knows it. She's asking if we would give up our rights for her to have the baby, which we won't. The baby is mine and my husband's. There hasn't been pursuit on legal action. She can only talk through my lawyers. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I said hmm in like the most horrific frog in my throat way possible, so I made Tuma pick up her phone again <laughs> yeah. so that I could say hmm like in a realistic way. Um, it backfired. So authentic. Yeah. Okay, wait, I have a couple questions. Yeah. Okay, is the egg from the surrogate? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is the sperm from the mm -hmm. the father, like the couple? Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I only asked because I could see how that would make the surrogate Maria, right? Like slightly more attached to the baby. Either way, though, I don't think that that gives her any more ground. Like regardless, uh, they entered into an agreement Mm -hmm. and the baby is the the couples. Yeah. It's really challenging, though, at the same time. I don't. 100% 100% fault Maria only in the sense of like mm-hmm. legally she has no ground to stand on I don't think maybe she does okay so she actually does in okay. a lot of states legally she does because she's biologically related to the t- child that she's carrying oh that makes sense yeah so oh, usually <clears throat> <laughs> we're both killing it today <laughs> oh my god Okay, so usually when you have a surrogate, you're not supposed to use their egg. Mm. You're supposed to use a donor egg. Okay. So they have zero claim to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What I was going to say was, so whether or not she legally has a claim, though, I do think Mm it is the couple's baby. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Because I'm a strong believer that, like, genetics does not have anything to do with whether or not that's your child, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I can't fault Maria for having those feelings because Mm -hmm. maybe she entered into the agreement fully thinking, I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to be a surrogate. I'm just going to have this baby and give the baby and that's going to be that. But I have never been pregnant. I have no idea what that feels like, what Mm -hmm. those hormones feel like. Mm -hmm. I mean, for some people, they don't have a very strong attachment yeah to the baby right away and it takes you know some time um and I know that that can cause a lot of very complex feelings for new mothers mm-hmm. and then for other people it's an immediate you know before the baby's even born yeah I yeah. feel such a connection exactly. so uh, it's like really it's difficult. such a tough like morally it's such yeah. a tough um situation because I also believe that you know this child is the couples yeah and not hers but yeah it's tough she's she's probably feeling a lot of things yeah um biologically too she's feeling a lot of things and mm, i think this is something that would probably mess her up for life honestly yeah i mean she's always gonna think about it Mm -hmm. i'm sure she regrets the decision i'm sure she does be a surrogate that's also really difficult i know um, I'm not trying to make any sort of blanket statement about surrogacy and folks who are surrogates or folks who use surrogates, mm-hmm. um, but I do know that it has happened in some circumstances where surrogacy can kind of prey on lower income folks. Yeah. Um, Did you catch that comment that I didn't. he made? Um, let me pull it up. And just clarifying, like, not saying that all surrogates. Yeah. Um, but that, that can happen. I mean, it's definitely, it definitely pays well. Yeah. Um, similarly, egg donation yes. also pays extremely well. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I'm sure a lot of people have thought about when they haven't had a source of income. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It can prey on yeah. lower income individuals. So I'm going to read the yeah. part. Okay, so... 
To add some financial weight to my argument, I pointed out all the money we had invested in the right. baby and the substantial amount she received before the pregnancy. I made it clear that if she wanted the baby, she'd have to reimburse us for all of that, something I knew she couldn't afford. Yeah. So oh, so that statement really did get me. I was hoping that you would catch it. Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> guess you didn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's icky. Yeah. Again, so... I think the couple has a right to feel entitled to the baby, which is theirs. Yeah. Period. Like, yeah. the only reason they're even in this agreement, the only reason they even know Maria, I think, is because they want this baby. Yeah. So they have absolutely have a right to feel that. And mm-hmm. I think they also have a right to feel entitled to their money. If you spent a lot yes. of money to make something happen, and then that thing may or may, like, might not happen, yeah. I think you're entitled to say, hey, I spent a lot of money on this. But I think you can really clearly see underneath that sentence mm-hmm. what OP's thinking cuz using he it as literally leverage. says yeah he literally yeah. says which we know she couldn't exactly. afford yeah so they knew that she was in a position yeah that was essentially financially lower than them yeah you know mm, that's really icky yeah i hate i hate when people do that mm-hmm. like just <laughs> In general, on a lot of these Reddit stories, I find myself wanting to agree with someone, but mm-hmm. then they'll just make a point or I'm just like, oh, like you were so close to having me be on your side and then yeah. you just had to be a terrible person. I like, why did you, you do that? <laughs> it was just like one statement in, yeah. in like this plethora of paragraphs. There's this one statement I know. that kind of shows their intention and their personality behind it. And it just kind of throws you off, and you're like, ooh, right. I was on your side, but now? Like, what was that other story you read where the girl was, like, making good points, and then she's like, I'm not sloppy fat or anything. I was like, well, yeah. I'm trying to like you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. What, what do the comments say? The, okay, so the comments were talking on the legal side, which is yeah. um, why I looked it up more, and they basically said that, yeah, if she is the biological mother mother Mm -hmm. she has a right to it in most courts right because uh, so i guess other than the paperwork the paperwork and the way that they entered into the agreement Mm -hmm. makes the baby belong to the couple yes but from maria's perspective like if that paperwork didn't exist it could very much be her baby and she used a sperm donor um if you took away all the legal stuff you took away the paperwork just Mm -hmm. completely based on the situation of there's Maria's egg with someone yes. else's sperm in another world it could have been Maria having the baby and using a sperm donor yeah that's so true. I think that that adds to like some of Maria's feelings on that yeah I don't know that's really tough I don't know why they wouldn't use a donor egg it didn't like that didn't that's... make sense to me i guess they just wanted it to be easier that way and i think it's I think less so. expensive as well that's what i was gonna to say to do it that way but it's very dangerous <laughs> especially if this person isn't someone in your family or like a close yeah. friend to you that you know and that you trust fully even then though i actually would never use a surrogate who i knew personally I don't oh think. you wouldn't well, I think on the one hand, it's like maybe I would trust them more. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I feel like you can never fully trust anyone. Like, I don't know. You could you could kill me. Like, I don't. <laughs> like, okay. it's like I know you, right? But I don't. You never. Because of the coyote you, coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You never completely, completely know. Right? You could be yeah. married to someone for 30 years and they could kill you. That's true. And it's right? happened. So mm-hmm. 
I feel like maybe I would go with a friend if I were going that route. I would go with, oh, I'm going to have Tima here carry my baby because I know her well and I trust her. Mm -hmm. And then you could be in the situation and you could develop an attachment to the baby. Yeah. But now I know you, so you're going to be in the baby's life. So it might be more complicated afterwards. That's, That's true. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I think for me, it would... The fact that it's someone I know and someone mm-hmm. I trust and someone I can kind of tell what their lifestyle has been. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that would kind of outweigh uh, your concern for me. Yeah. Uh, you just mentioned lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When you're a surrogate, your whole lifestyle is just completely upended. You're financially compensated very well for it. Yeah. Um, so that tracks. I, th- I think. I mean, I... I don't actually know. I'm, I'm speaking definitely no, from a place no, of ignorance. Yeah, I don't it's, know how much you're paid. It's usually like 70 to 120. Oh, that doesn't feel like enough, actually. It's not enough. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you're making a million dollars. Oh, okay. That's less than I thought oh, it would be. Oh, you thought it would be a No, I didn't think it was a million. I'm dramatic effect, babes. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> no, no. I thought it was like 200,000 or something. It could be. Yeah. It really varies. It depends on how much the couple has, and it also mm-hmm. depends on, um, I guess, how many successful births that the surrogate has had. Wow. That's also important. That makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. No, I, I was going to say, though, with surrogacy, like, your whole lifestyle changes, right? So I think you have mm-hmm. to... I mean, first of all, your body literally changes because you're having a baby. Yeah. But also, if you're getting an egg implanted, if it's not mm-hmm. your egg, that's very painful you have to go through a lot just to get there yes and then you have to be on a very specific diet you're not in control of any of the choices Mm -hmm. that you make do you even have a say in the way that you give birth it depends on the contract Mm. it it's like all individualistic but yeah I mean if if you're getting paid on the higher end yeah they will put all of these little details in the contract and they'll even like state what you can eat what you can't eat yeah exactly when you should exercise if you should exercise so all of these things are possibilities okay Mm -hmm. that's wild yeah i i it's not something i could ever do um i've definitely when i needed money was have considered like egg donation Uh i think it's very enticing I've, i've literally gotten youtube ads me too. Being an egg donor, and I was like, "How much did you say I would pay?" Um, but I don't think I could do this. Just the thought of someone else out there with my genes. Oh, that doesn't bother me at all. Oh, that's the thing that I think that's the thing that bothers me. Like someone who could have features of mine that came okay. directly from me, but they're not mine, and I don't get to ever see them. Dude, what if you like donated? an egg mm-hmm. and then 20 years later you found out that that baby became a serial killer or something and you're like dang sorry to you sorry about these genes i mean that checks out <laughs> <laughs> okay. i wouldn't really be that surprised <laughs> 20 years later there's a serial killer who's feeding people to coyotes and we're like wonder who he's related to <laughs> same brain waves <laughs> yeah oh gosh yeah I don't think I could do that yeah but is that what you think about like that you're I guess someone who shares your genes could do something terrible or be a terrible person and then I would like almost blame my 
genes, right? Because I, uh-huh. I, I guess nature and nurture mm-hmm. are pretty important. So I think if I have a kid, if my genes aren't good or like if I somehow control, I think my genes are probably fine. I think they're <laughs> fine. Um, but like if they weren't, I could, you know, like raise the kid in a loving way. I could be sure that the kid is being raised how I want to. And, and I think that they would turn out all right. Yeah. I mean... I guess a serial killer is going to be a serial killer, right? There are serial killers who were raised in loving exactly. homes and still yeah. killed people. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but more so, I just don't think I could like do surrogacy for the body change aspect yeah. of it. Like nine plus months. It's not nine months. It's pre and post. Yes. Of just complete, complete life shift. Yeah. And it's so controlled, so much mm-hmm. more controlled than if you were pregnant for yourself. Personally, if I had the ability to earn that much money, yeah, then I would rather work than become yeah. a surrogate. But yeah, for sure, yeah, I think that's that's probably why in a lot of situations people who don't have the means mm-hmm. um, get like preyed upon by some surrogacy agencies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, also, surrogacy just makes me think. My rabbit hole style brain mm-hmm. goes down the path of <laughs> Ilaria Baldwin. Who? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, if we really want to talk about Reddit on this podcast, okay. uh, I have to talk to you about Ilaria Baldwin. Okay. Uh, this was not going to be my obsession, but maybe it is now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so this is Alec Baldwin's wife. Okay. Uh, her name is Ilaria. Mm-hmm. She is from Spain. Mm-hmm. She has a Spanish accent. Okay. This is important. They have... I haven't checked up in two years, maybe, so I want to say seven kids, but seven? maybe more at this point. Okay, so she's very Spanish, right? Okay. Like what She has a very thick accent, um, one time she was on a TV show, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> what, sorry. one time she went on like a morning talk show uh-huh. and she was making a Spanish salad on this talk show and she forgot the word for cucumber, right? Uh-huh. Like she was chopping vegetables and she was like, how do you say? And she like could not remember the word for cucumber. Again, this is important. All of her kids have Spanish names, multiple Spanish names. Like okay. one of them I think is like. Maria Lucia Victoria Thomas Baldwin. I think her last name is Thomas. <laughs> All of this to say she's not actually Spanish. Oh, no. <laughs> it came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, she's not actually Spanish. Someone did some digging during COVID. Uh, when we were all bored and had nothing to do, someone uh-huh. tweeted, like, isn't it wild that Ilaria Baldwin has been lying about being Spanish all this time? People were like, what? So I want to know who that who that was. Um, but yeah. That's genius. So how did they even think of going into that? I have no like, idea. Like, how do you have the thought to research that in the first place? Maybe they knew her. Maybe they knew her growing up. Like, they oh. never said how they knew. Okay. okay. Um, but she's from Boston. Okay. Born and raised. <sighs> She lived in Boston until she was, like, 18, and then she went to college at NYU. Uh, she would talk all about, like, you know, when I came to this country, or she would say, like, when I when I moved to New York for college, but acting like she had moved from Spain. No, oh. she's from Boston. Her name is Hillary. <laughs> so she was faking an accent, too. 
Yes, the accent was fake. She did like fake tan. Everything it was That's all fake. So odd. She apparently um, like used to summer in Spain <laughs> as a child. <laughs> like occasionally, she would summer in Spain. Um, and then after all this came out, she was like talking about how, well, you know, like I'm just like multi cultural and I'm like culturally fluid or like whatever I don't even know it was wild um but yeah she faked being Spanish and so there's a really the reason this ties back to reddit is there's a subreddit Mm -hmm. about her okay and I used to be on this subreddit I didn't really participate but I would just read it Uh again COVID right so we were all kind of bored so I would like scroll through it pretty regularly because right at the beginning it was really fun Mm -hmm. people were uncovering all this stuff about her her people were posting interviews from her when she was just absolutely just lying just lying so bizarre yes she also like said that she was a professional ballroom dancer and i think she like did one competition in college or something i don't know she just was lying about everything it was a whole thing um again all the kids she's like obsessed with having babies specifically and then she lies about how she's a super mom um like she basically says like i'm like this amazing mom like she's a very much a mom influencer okay she always posts pictures right after she has a baby like a week later okay in her underwear and is like very 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 thin and you know that can make new moms Mm -hmm. feel some type of way when they don't bounce back bounce back in quotes like that Mm -hmm. because that's not a thing that most people's bodies do yeah um but then it came out that she was like secretly using surrogates for some of her babies oh so this wasn't out in the open (laughs) no it was okay uh it is now but so it was a whole thing but the subreddit ended up being less fun eventually Uh and it got to the point where people were just so snarky and some people would start to make fun of her kids. Like, they'd say her kids were ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they have her genes. Like, all this nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the subreddit got to the point where if you would comment mm-hmm. on one of those posts. I commented once mm-hmm. being like, hey, let's not make fun of her kids. And everyone was like... <laughs> <laughs> everyone was like, you're Alec Baldwin, aren't oh you? <laughs> sitting in bed like eating cheetos and i was like yes i'm alec baldwin that's me (laughs) but every time someone would say you know hey guys maybe we should be nice to her children yeah people would say you're alec you're you're they just call her hillary on the sub like you're hillary you're alec Uh you're their pr team you're coming to get us and it ended up being very like deep state conspiracy e okay so i left yeah um and there started to be conspiracies about like even her first kids were fake and people would post pictures of (laughs) like her fake bellies and they would it was it was a whole thing so anyway sorry there's layers to this no that's actually (laughs) that's so ridiculous and the fact that alec baldwin yeah was also a part of this essentially yeah right like he allowed this to happen yeah he must. He must have known. He, of course, because he he's knew. met her parents. Of who course, are he knew. not Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am so curious as to how her parents speak. 
they're apparently normal. Like, I think they're both prof- like Harvard professors or something, and that they're just, just normal. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Well, her parents live in Spain now. Okay. They moved uh, because, like I said, they used to summer in Spain occasionally, and mm-hmm. I think her parents just really like Spain. Okay. Beautiful country. It There's is. nothing weird about retiring to another country, which is what they've done. Um, but they don't claim to be Spanish. Oh, my God. It's just so, it's so weird when people do that. And when they're public figures, too. Yeah. Like, you really think no one's going to figure out that you're lying? But she got away with it for so <laughs> long. She was on the cover of, like, Latina magazine or something. Uh-huh. She got away with it for so long. She did all these interviews um, where they would ask her to speak Spanish, and she'd say a couple words and be like, <laughs> and then try to kind of, like, change the subject. So she probably didn't even really know spanish it sounds like she does speak spanish um but i would say like decently well but even so like okay i speak spanish fluently Mm -hmm. i'm not going to claim to be something that i'm not you can speak a language and you know love a culture love a country and not claim that you're from there (laughs) that's such a random thing to do like i don't understand why you couldn't just say hi i'm hillary yeah i'm from boston i speak spanish and I spent a lot of time in Spain. What do you think the intention was behind her lying like that? Definitely trying to make herself more interesting. Mm. Um, there's also a whole other <laughs> rabbit hole that this subreddit mm. went down where basically they are of the opinion that uh, Alec Baldwin wishes that he could have been with Salma Hayek mm. and he was not. And so... Hillary met him and then was like, I'm going to change my whole persona. Apparently she changed this after college. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you think she did it? Well, possibly. That's what some people say. She did it for him. Okay. Allegedly. So weird. But he found out eventually and still stayed with her. Yeah, it's fully on him as well. I don't understand. But yeah. And Okay, wait. Also, I just want to go back to the whole taking pictures of yourself after yes yeah you supposedly gave birth like that is so toxic that's on another level okay you lying about your identity weird you don't have to do that whatever yeah right you wanted attention but doing that kind of thing like yeah posting it on the internet knowing that it's gonna make other mothers yeah insecure of their own bodies because you know that's not how it usually goes yeah that is um malicious it is malicious she talks about also how she's um you know it's so hard to raise a village by herself which Mm -hmm. having seven kids is not easy what she doesn't talk about what she has never publicly admitted to is the fact that she has like a team of five plus nannies of course who are photographed by paparazzi you know following them around yeah um so that's another thing and there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong absolutely nothing wrong with having a nanny yeah if I had kids and I had the means to have a nanny, I absolutely would. Yeah, I'm like, for sure. please, let me get some help. But you don't lie and act like you're, you know, super mom and you're all this yeah. and you bounce back and whatever else the heck, like perpetuating all this stuff yeah. when it's not true. Exactly. So that was another thing that people have beef with her about. Also, she like photoshops a lot of her pictures very clearly and photoshops some of her kids. Uh, pictures like people have caught her making her daughter's legs longer oh. and stuff like that yeah i was very deep down this rabbit hole this wasn't even supposed to be my obsession today mm-hmm. um 
just all lives in my brain. <laughs> I was going to talk about pistol shrimp. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about Ilaria Baldwin instead. Thank you for enlightening me on yeah, this it's, situation. It's just a whole mess. I recommend looking into it, but not on that subreddit, which, like I said, has completely devolved. Yeah into conspiracy theories and making fun of her kids and calling everyone who disagrees with them Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it's really uh, funny oh my gosh yeah <laughs> watch I bet this like somehow is gonna make it onto that subreddit and they're gonna say that this episode was paid for by Alec Baldwin you know what Which, I hope it does yeah please does. wait you hope that it makes it there or that yeah. Alec Baldwin pays for this both Okay. <laughs> Alec, if you're watching, I know we just hated on you and your wife, but uh, I'm down to be a plant. Let's go. <laughs> At this point, do you want to move on to your story? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do that. So this is coming from r slash off my chest, um, but I didn't get it from there. I actually got it from r slash am I the devil, Okay. Um, which is another subreddit where people cross post just like wild stories where the person is obviously completely wrong or terrible uh, usually from am i the asshole but we've got another one here okay so the original post is called my husband is cuddling hugging and kissing his ex my husband peter 37 male and his wife lucy 35 female were married for seven years they grew up together basically like siblings mm -hmm. their respective household were extremely abusive and they got thrown out of their house way too early they have always been there for each other and therefore have a really strong bond together. Their marriage was kind of open, but only for partners of the same sex. So Peter with other men and Lucy with other women. Mm. But Peter had an affair with a woman for the last two years of their marriage. That woman mm. was me. They had a horrible divorce when Lucy found out about the affair and their relationship was already in a bad state before everything happened. So it was a big mess. Luckily, they don't have children. Even though their divorce was a mess, they still worked at the same place and it seemed to work for both of them because they are both really professional and they put their career ahead of everything. So it wasn't bothering anyone. After a while, they started to speak to each other again in their workplace, mostly shouting at each other and fighting, but everyone could tell it was a little bit playful. Hmm. That was two years ago. And now I have a baby boy with Peter and we got married. Also, his friendship with his ex got better. Not in a we-are-besties way, but in a more subtle way. Mm. I could see that they relied on each other very much. Unfortunately, something like six or seven months ago, something very bad happened to Lucy. I won't go into details, but it affected her so much that she got into a psych ward. Mm. Since then, he has been treating her very softly. She has been calling him every day, talking to him for hours. He cuddles her, goes to her place. I've seen him kiss her on the neck and on her cheek multiple times. I don't think it's romantic, but still, <laughs> I don't think it's romantic, but still, it's so disrespectful. I know and understand that I can't separate them, and it's ironic coming from a former other woman, but he should still respect me. Crying every night is not funny. This is a lot. There's, There's so many moving parts here. Yeah. I hate everyone. <laughs> yeah, literally all of them. All of them. <laughs> i just okay. don't let me just get this straight yeah he was with this ex mm -hmm. he ended up cheating on her mm -hmm. with this woman for two years yeah 
Yeah, for two years. And now he's essentially cheating on her with his ex. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that fun? That, I mean, it's expected. <laughs> it is. It is expected. Uh, yeah. She doesn't think it's romantic. <laughs> that, that part, that part broke me a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's crazy that she doesn't think that that's romantic. Yeah. Like, you know, he's just going to her house, kissing her on the neck. You know, it's also probably because <laughs> it's also probably because she has a child and she's kind of in denial. Maybe. I also think it's probably hard because it sounds like so she mentioned that she knows that she can't separate them. Mm -hmm. Right. So this was a childhood friend of his. Mm -hmm. It's really tough. I think that for me, I anytime someone says you know oh my husband has a childhood friend mm. and you know they spend all this time together and I'm like worried about him cheating on me with her you know in that situation I'd normally say that's his friend you know like people can have longtime friends and you kind of have to be okay with that they're like siblings yeah however I think the they're like siblings thing went out the window when they got married yeah. you know you can't be like siblings with someone and then get married to them and then break up and then be like oh we're like siblings again no no you're <laughs> objectively not like siblings <laughs> maybe you're close friends but there's always going to be that there and that's really hard i fully agree once you cross that boundary yeah personally i don't think that you could ever be friends and i know that people have differing opinions on this mm. like oh if enough time has gone by and you've both moved on to different people yeah like, you can be friends and maybe you can just like yeah. friends but best friends yeah family kind of friends mm. i think you can be friends even best friends and maybe even family in the sense mm. of like you spent so much time with that person especially mm -hmm. if there if there are kids involved mm -hmm. i think you are definitely always going to be connected very closely i think with kids it's different because mm. a main reason for you mm. being cordial that's fair would be because of the kids yeah. but personally i think like if you've had a romantic relationship with someone mm -hmm. it just gets blurry like yeah it's not something that i would be comfortable with mm. you know i think yeah for me like it's it's fine if you want to be friends with that person but mm -hmm. i just think like at that point, your partner has a right to kind of scrutinize that relationship a little yeah. bit closer. Yeah. And so where if they had never been married, mm -hmm. him going to his best friend's house all the time, you know, especially after she's been through something, like, I don't think there'd be any cause for concern. Right. With the context of the fact that they were in a very long-term serious relationship, they were married, him... A, going to her house all the time, and B, kissing her. Sorry, let's not forget that detail. Him kissing her. Yeah. I think is cause for concern. Absolutely. <laughs> and her being delusional isn't helping the situation. <laughs> no. And yeah, a lot of the comments like really get on her about, you know, like, like you said, like you're, you were, he was cheating on her with you mm -hmm. for two years. What did you expect? Yeah. I think, mm, mm, what do I think? Mm. I don't subscribe to <laughs> once a cheater, always a cheater. Okay. Personally. 
Depends. Depends on the kind of cheating. Okay. The person and how remorseful they were. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What'd you expect? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't think it makes it right for him to cheat though. Like, I guess that's the line I want to draw because some of the comments were kind of like, serves you right Mm. kind of thing. Or like, yeah, he was always going to do this. And I don't think that that is fair. Well, I resonate with what you said Mm -hmm. about the circumstances surrounding the mm-hmm. cheating his circumstances were bad yeah two years yeah of cheating yeah that's bad <laughs> it's yes. not a one-time thing it's not just like a drunken night or whatever it's not something that he admitted to mm-hmm. yeah two you're right years. and he yeah. already had an open relationship and went exactly. specifically like he already had a lot of freedom and went specifically outside of the confines of that exactly Um, It shows a lack of respect to me, Mm -hmm. and it also shows a lack of self-control. And it doesn't seem like they worked on it. It doesn't seem like he worked on it. Mm. It just seems like, oh, yeah, I was cheating on her. That's true. And then I married her after. That's true. Because I guess, so what I'm saying is where the circumstances and how remorseful the person Mm -hmm. was matter. Yeah. Is if somebody Mm -hmm. cheated Mm -hmm. for however long of a time period, two years is pretty freaking nuts i'm not gonna lie but like yeah if someone cheated and they were like it blew up my life it's the worst thing i've ever done Mm -hmm. like i you know cried for a year after it happened and i like will never be the same again like i would never ever ever do that to another person again i'm so ashamed i've Mm -hmm. been in therapy like whatever Mm -hmm. then i think it's possible for them to change you know Mm -hmm. I think you can make a really 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 awful bad mistake and genuinely regret it and genuinely choose to never make that again okay um but I think you're so right there that like Mm -hmm. I don't think there's it doesn't right we're going off of one reddit post but I don't think that it sounds like there's much remorse there because somebody who was remorseful probably would not have gotten with their affair partner and they also wouldn't have kept such a close relationship with their ex mm. in these kind of ways. And on top of that, he's being very touchy with his ex, all of this stuff after their history. I wonder what the ex thinks, too. I wonder mm. if she's thinking, like, oh, I got him back. I think about that sometimes with movies mm-hmm. where uh, someone, not even cheating, but there's movies where someone will date in high school or in college they're Mm -hmm. like high school college sweethearts Mm -hmm. they break up the person you know one of the people gets married and then they end up getting back with the high school or college partner and i think about that sometimes we found our way back to each other and it's like the whole marriage that you had was just a blip like it didn't count it was just a stepping stone on our romantic journey i see you know that could very well be the case i also don't know what kind of mental health issues she's having yeah. and what that's related to that might have a play like a part to play in it mm-hmm. but it could be the case um also okay do you feel like you personally i have a, just like a general question mm-hmm. for you do you feel like um a relationship could be revived from someone cheating again it depends Mm. I think I could probably forgive mm-hmm. cheating 
if it were if it were very particular circumstances like I don't want to it's hard for me to paint a picture right now of what those circumstances would be but maybe if it were once and uh, it was like after a a, like really bad fight and the person was like like my partner Mm -hmm. was like really really drunk or something and I don't know and they immediately told me Like, the moment it happened, they Mm -hmm. were like, I totally screwed up. They were like, I'm, like, begging for forgiveness. Like, we'll work on this and we will go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Interesting. Okay. Anything where I have to find out about it immediately Mm. erases any possibility for forgiveness, though. Okay. If I have to do any sort of digging, if it's a secret, there's no chance. Like, so I it's think, the lying that's, like, a deal breaker for Yes, you. I think okay. generally... I mean, the cheating is, too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's not something I want to, <laughs> right. to have happen ever. Yeah. But I think it's um, it's easier for me to forgive, like, a lapse in judgment than it is okay. for me to forgive you choosing to lie to me. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. But, it, uh, but, if, but if it were, like, a multiple-time thing and then after, like third or fourth time you were like hey by the way i have to tell you something okay no like i don't care that you came to me like at that point you consciously made a decision multiple times yeah yeah so you definitely you separate like a mistake from deliberate decisions yes and i think lying is deliberate okay Okay. i think i think cheating is too yeah but i think in a particular circumstance i could see it more as like a a one-time mistake like I could more readily see that again I'd rather not have to ever have that happen and not ever have to forgive that yeah um but yeah realistically like I I know people tend to talk crap on like people who forgive cheaters like well why'd you get back with him like he showed your true colors and I'm like I think it's probably nuanced Mm. you know every situation is different and I guess honestly I don't know I don't know what I would do completely but because yeah you haven't yeah well I don't know but Um, okay, interesting. How about you? It's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Under any circumstance, That's cheating for me is just, I know. That's not yeah. something I could ever get over. It's not something I want to get over. Yeah. Like, I would rather move on to someone completely new or be alone than be with someone who would ever uh, do that to me. Even if it was, like, a one-situation thing, even yeah. if it was a lapse in judgment. I think that's the whole point of marriage. I agree. Yeah. But if you're like, what if you're with the person for like 10 years and you have kids and it's a whole thing? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it's like a very, that's, I think that's the only thing that's a hard line. Yeah. No, for me, everything else, I think I'd be more willing to work through Mm -hmm. as long as there's like respect and care for each other. Yeah. But cheating is... Yeah. Again, like, I want to be clear. It's a hard line for me, too. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm excited for 10 years from now. Like, no. (laughs) Looking forward to the day. Um, No, it's a hard line for me, too. Absolutely. Um, But, yeah, I think it's just. I think there's always potential for forgiveness, like, in anything. In my life and, like, the way I view Mm -hmm. life, like, I. I think I can forgive a lot of things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I would forgive them. Yeah. I just wouldn't be with them anymore. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that story was was wild. And also, I'll, I will just say, mm-hmm. um, 
they're talking about uh, she she talks a lot about um this thing that happened to lucy that put her in a psych ward and you know it Mm -hmm. sounds like obviously that was traumatic whatever it was Mm -hmm. and you know since then he's been treating her very softly they've been calling each other but before that Mm -hmm. it says um you know they still work together and uh they started to speak to each other again in their workplace mostly shouting at, at each other and fighting but everyone could tell it was a bit playful they were flirting. They were definitely flirting. Like, yeah. why are you fighting with, quote unquote, fighting with each other playfully at work? <laughs> and it says that, you know, over the past two years since they've had their baby, they've also seen their, their friendship get a lot closer mm. again. So I think uh, maybe now it's escalated, mm-hmm. but it feels like something's been a brewing. Yeah. For a minute. Yeah. And like, in reality, we don't know what they were doing behind the scenes oh, you yeah. know i feel like this has probably been going on much longer and yeah it's just coming to head now yeah and she's still delusional about it. she's still delusional i also feel like he is the kind of delusional where he could totally separate and be like well it's not cheating because like we've been together before yeah. like i feel like he could do that i mean yeah. the fact that he was yeah cheated for two years <laughs> again when he was already in an open I know, relationship that's what I'm like, like this is something that I've seen a couple times mm-hmm. where people in open relationships go outside of that, even if it's not just um, restricted to one gender, yeah. right? Like, they can sleep with whoever they want, yeah. essentially. They still decide to lie and go outside of that. That's so crazy. At it that point, it's just sense. completely, like, lack of respect is yeah. what it comes down to because it's not about yeah lapse in judgment it's not about like yeah. some people will say oh well i have needs or whatever no you have all of your needs are being fulfilled yeah. and you're just choosing to be disrespectful exactly all you had to do was just communicate that to your <laughs> really? partner that was like the only thing you had to do yeah and still you felt the need to not do that yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty bonkers yeah cheating yeah. when you're in an open relationship is <laughs> definitely another another level um do we want to move on to another story? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay, so this next one is coming from Reddit, and it's coming from r slash best of positive updates. Okay. <laughs> Sounds nice. I just wanted something happy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I love that. My 34 male wife, 32 female, has been cutting the strings off my pajama pants, and she won't admit to it. Not <laughs> sure why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For background's sake, we have been married for 10 years. This behavior is pretty recent. <laughs> this really isn't that bad, but I was hoping someone could have an explanation because I asked her about this and she just denies it. But we don't have kids, so it can only be her. <laughs> In the last year or so, I've been discovering the tie strings for my pajama pants have been disappearing. It can only be her removing these because we don't have kids and I'm the only one who actually has to leave the house to go to work. So she's alone in the house a lot. Her pants still have all the strings, but none of mine do. I have bought more pants to replace the ones with missing strings, but those eventually go missing too. (laughs) We have a good relationship, and I don't know why she denies it when I ask about it. It's really not that big of a deal, so I don't really press the issue. It's just really bizarre. She's a bit of a prankster, and so am I. But I don't know what the point of a prank is if this is indeed some sort of practical joke. Does anyone else have any experience with this sort of thing? Okay. I must know more. 
Okay, I do have updates. Yeah, I need wanna, them. Okay, I need them. I have no advice for this person. Yeah. I would be <laughs> bewildered. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> Update. Okay, so I just got home and checked inside the waistbands of all my pajama pants. I only have five of them, so it didn't take long. No strings in them, so they definitely didn't retract. I need to get some sleep, so I'll check the washer drum and filter when I wake up. Update two. Someone in the comments suggested maybe my cat has been taking them out and hiding them Mm. since cats tend to have hiding spots. One of his is under the couch. I just checked and I found one there. It's just one, but it's a start. I'm going to check his other spots too. (laughs) They're so happy. (laughs) Update three. Okay. Okay. So when my wife woke up, I told her about finding a string in her cat's hiding spot. She was amused and wanted to help me look at his other spots for them too. Well, none of his other known spots had them. But she noticed something weird about the back of our other couch. It had a small hole in the bottom of it. I shined a flashlight in the hole and found a whole bunch of random stuff in there. We took the cushion off the section of the couch and cut a hole next to the spring and voila! We found his true secret stretch! All my strings were there. Not only that, but we found pretty much all of my wife's missing smaller squishmallows and her missing AirPods. How we big even is fa- this hole? Sorry. <laughs> I know, like a really big hole, right? <laughs> We even found a missing pendant that we've been trying to find for years. I'm going to buy her a box of chocolates. <laughs> Aww. Okay, so it was the cat. It's yeah. funny. Wow, that one Redditor really saved the day, telling yeah. him to look in the cat's hiding spots. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. I wouldn't have either. Because, okay, when he was saying, like, he doesn't have kids, I was like, oh, he doesn't have, like, kids or pets or anything. Like, But I guess it makes sense. Yeah. And, it's just, I just find that so funny that he's, like, blaming his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know why she would do this and lie about it. Like, it's not a big deal. Honestly, that's probably what I would think, too. Like, if I didn't yeah. have kids or... Well, yeah, if I had... Ca- Maybe I would go to cat over wife, to be fair, for, like, mm. something like that. But if I didn't have cats or... <laughs> if I didn't have cats or wives... Um... <laughs> If I did, then it's just you. Yeah. If I didn't have a cat or oh my god, I almost said it again. If I didn't have a cat or kids, uh-huh. I think I would also be like, why are you lying about this? Yeah. Because there's no other possible explanation unless there's a pant string gnome running around. Yeah. So I'd be like, why? Like it's not a big deal. Just tell me. I would I feel like I'd like grab her shoulders and be like, please, I need to know why you're taking my strings. Like it's something small like this that can just drive you insane. Oh yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and yeah, it's also that like none of her pant strings were missing. Yeah. It was just his. So this cat targeted him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's actually really funny. Why did it only take his? Maybe it likes the way he smells more. Maybe. Or maybe they're in, like, two different locations, and he just, out of habit, the cat chose The cat chose chaos, for sure. That's That's a smart cat, though. It is a smart cat. Specifically choosing pant strings of one person. (laughs) It's a great way to drive someone crazy. I was thinking it might be, like, carbon monoxide poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) oh like it makes him confused yeah there's a reddit story about this have you read this one okay this is one of the like really famous okay reddit stories wait should i read it yeah just read it okay um okay so i have this story pulled up here this is a classic reddit story 
there's a couple i want to say there's like 10 ish maybe 15 mm-hmm. maybe i'm wrong maybe there's more but i'd say there's a handful of classic reddit stories that have been published throughout the past decade okay that you know people will reference in okay. other reddit posts they're just part of the lore of the website okay. um and tima is pretty new to reddit so I've been wanting to actually like read some of these to her. This one is one of them, and the poop knife story, if you know, you know, uh, are ones that I've been wanting to read. So this is perfect. Okay. Um, this was published eight years ago mm-hmm. on r slash legal advice. Okay. It says, post-it notes left in apartment. On the 15th of April, I found a yellow post-it note in a handwriting that wasn't mine on my desk reminding me of some errands I had to do, but told literally nobody about. While odd, I chalked it up to something I did in my sleep, thinking Mm -hmm. maybe in my half-awake state, I scrawled it so it didn't appear to be my handwriting. I threw it out and thought little of it. On the 19th, I found another post-it note on the back of my desk chair, in the same handwriting as my previous note, telling me to make sure I saved my documents. I was freaked out. But there were no signs of a break-in, so I set up a webcam in my house, aimed at my desk, and used a security cam app for it to record after detecting movement. (laughs) On the 28th, I woke up to find another post-it note, this one saying, Our landlord isn't letting me talk to you, but it's important we do. Mm. I immediately checked my webcam's folder on my computer and found nothing from the night before, but my computer's recycling bin had been emptied, which I am certain I did not do recently, indicating someone had noticed the webcam and deleted the files. They were just saved straight to a folder on my desktop called webcam. Today on the 1st of May, I found another post-it note, this time on the outside of my door with nothing written on it. Also, there appeared to be post-its on many other doors in my apartment complex, all blank in various colors. Mm -hmm. Do I have any legal recourse here? I have no proof except for the post-its, But those are written by my pen and on my post-it notes, so Mm. conceivably I could have faked them. Would contacting the police get me into any trouble if they can't determine an outside source for this? I just want to make sure I'm not wasting anyone's time. Should I consult my landlord, those living in the complex? Edit. I pulled up a letter I received from my landlord back when I moved in, and the handwriting is identical. Could this count as evidence? Okay... So there has to be more to this, yeah. There has to be updates to this. Yes. Okay. But what would you think if you were him and you were in this position? Um, you know, my mind would automatically go to I'm being possessed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. I would, I think, definitely think what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Up until the post-it note on the 28th, I think mm-hmm. I would be like, Oh, I'm just writing notes and not remembering. Yeah. But the one that says, our landlord isn't letting me talk to you, and yeah. then the webcam files are deleted. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would be like, the government. The government. The government. <laughs> Birds are drones. Like, I would I would put my tinfoil hat on immediately. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah. Um. So, there's a lot of comments. Again, this is eight years ago, and it got quite a bit of traction. Mm-hmm. Someone says, wait. If the landlord note is in your handwriting, are you your own landlord? When did you last meet your landlord? (laughs) Someone else suggests a hidden camera and maybe password protecting their computer. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say this reads like a book or like the plot of a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, 
people recommend that he check in with a health a mental health provider <laughs> that this may be a neurological condition mm-hmm. and it sounds like something is going on yeah um and then one person user kakerlek okay um says you seem sincere and this doesn't appear to be the plot of a ray bradbury short story it's possible that your landlord is leaving notes inside your apartment but they don't make any sense in the context you're describing them it's likely that you are writing the notes yourself but you are forgetting do you use post-it notes as reminders in in any other parts of your life or job yes this might be a mental health issue you might be experiencing some sort of dissociative disorder. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a physical problem. You mentioned that you have a very narrow, unusual bedroom with no windows. Is there a chance that you're not getting enough ventilation when you sleep? Or that there is a carbon monoxide leak in the building? What a smart person. A cheap carbon monoxide detector, which you should have anyway, is a fast way to find out. You'll also have really bad headaches. You know your own medical and mental history and your other experiences. If you think these incidents might be you writing notes to yourself, mm-hmm. there's no shame in getting somebody qualified to give you an opinion. So, OP responds to that. Uh, guess I should probably take it out of its box and plug it in. Oh, no. Then OP makes an update. Thanks to everyone who sent suggestions and gave me advice on how to proceed, especially those who recommended I use a carbon monoxide detector. <laughs> Because when I plugged it in in the bedroom, it read at 100 ppm. I had carbon monoxide poisoning and thought my landlord was stalking me. Oh my god. Ten months later, they made another update. It's been almost a year now. While four months ago things were rough, I've definitely made significant improvement. And there's little reason to doubt a full recovery within a year. Turns out, brains can heal. While brain cells cannot regenerate, the bulk of my issues seem to be brain swelling caused by the poisoning. While the inflamed tissue can suffocate and destroy brain cells, it doesn't always, and sometimes the damage is temporary. Okay. That being said, it is my understanding that without a pre-incident scan, it is difficult to tell what is swelling and what isn't in a very detailed way. Mm. Long story short, while my comment from months ago was very depressed and hopeless, I am much better in both mood and physical health. I'd say now, 10 months later, I'm about 80% back to normal. Okay. So I'm happy. Uh, So, yeah, it sounds like they definitely went through, like, a year-long journey of healing. Reddit saved this man's life. Yeah, Reddit literally saved their life. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Okay, that one commenter should be a detective. That's That's such a detailed thing to notice i would have never thought of that now i do though since i read this story like years ago now i think about it okay anytime that's why i thought about it with the pajama pants yeah like is there a carbon monoxide leak Uh... i actually think about it often like if i'm starting to have headaches i'm like (laughs) i'm definitely sleep deprived but i'm like is it carbon Carbon monoxide monoxide? (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow crazy okay but it's also that like if you have previous experience with carbon monoxide or like a previous story with carbon monoxide, that's going to be on your mind, right? But yeah. with this person, they just came up with it that's out of so nowhere. True. They were like, oh, your bedroom is super small and you're not getting enough ventilation. Mm, are you having headaches? Yeah. Maybe you should check for carbon monoxide. Like that's very, very intuitive. That's wild though. And the yeah. fact that, I mean, this person was pretty deep into their poisoning yeah. At this point, like, I think they could have definitely died if yeah. 
this commenter hadn't said anything it was to the point that they were literally blacking out writing notes like coming up with conspiracies my landlord doesn't want me speaking to you like they fully were going into some blacked out fugue state so scary while they were being poisoned they were putting post-it notes on other doors in the complex and they were carrying out full actions in this fugue state like deleting files so it's weird like they were thinking about all of these things in that state right yeah being like okay i'm gonna write this post-it note oh but i don't want my other self to know so I'm going to go and delete all these files. Yes. Carbon monoxide is not a joke. That it is can wild. seriously mess you up. Obviously, if it, if it doesn't kill you. But right. it sounds like this person was exposed to small amounts over a long period of time yeah. versus like all, one big yeah. poisoning. And yeah, that is just wild. Wow. I'm glad they're okay. I'm mm-hmm. glad they were able to recover. It sounds like it was a really long recovery process. Ten months. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's long. So yeah. they were they were poisoned, poisoned. They were poisoned, poisoned. <laughs> if it took yeah. that long for him to recover. Yeah. Dang. Reddit saves lives, though. Yeah. I tell my brother this all the time. Not carbon monoxide, but... Um, so my brother's a gamer. Uh-huh. He spends all day in his room. Uh-huh. Window closed. Uh-huh. Door closed. And sometimes you walk in. Like, if I, if I ever, like, knock on the door to talk to him, mm-hmm. I open the door and I just get hit with, like... It's not even a bad smell, but it's, like, literally carbon dioxide. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, like, heat. from him. It's true. You can get carbon dioxide poisoning yeah, from being in an enclosed space for very long. Mm-hmm. And you just walk in, and you're like, there's no oxygen in here. And yeah. I literally, like, will walk by his bed and open a window. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Andre, you need to breathe. And he's like, oh, yeah, I have been having a headache. I'm like dude <laughs> crack open a window oh my god oh my god not a joke get That's a plant extreme. something yeah crazy <laughs> plants help yeah they do of plants they help do. there's a lot of plants snake plants are mm-hmm. really good for cleaning the air okay so all this talk about carbon dioxide poisoning yeah and carbon monoxide poisoning reminds me of this one story where these four teenagers wanted to go cave diving mm-hmm. it's a real story it really happened um, they basically found this one popular spot, okay? Mm-hmm. And at the end of this tunnel underwater, there's one pocket of air that mm. people usually breathe from, okay? Um, so they're like, oh, like, we can do this. We'll get to that pocket of air, breathe, and then come back out, mm. okay? So they go down, they go through this whole cave, they get to that pocket of air, one by one. All four of them are in there. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And the issue is, it hadn't had ventilation in, like, the past two months or something because of the water level. Mm. So, there was more carbon dioxide than there was oxygen. So, they realize that. Once they get yeah. up, they're like, oh, like, we can't really breathe. We need to go. And this cave can only fit, or this tunnel underwater can only fit one person at a time. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, the first person goes underwater. To try to find the way out. Mm-hmm. And they miss it. They miss it and they drown. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's because they just weren't getting enough oxygen, so they didn't have the brain power to, like, see um, or know where they were going. Wow. Second person goes through. Drowns. No. Third person goes through. Sees their friends. Obviously. Yeah. Drowns. Fourth person. Drowns. They all drown? They all drown. 
all of them drowned because yeah they essentially got stuck like the bodies just piled up and they couldn't even move forward oh anymore oh my gosh yeah that's what when did this happen or where a while ago i don't really remember the details of when it happened but um it was really really sad caves are so scary caves and water both of those things are not things that i want to mess with i briefly wanted to be an underwater archaeologist Uh that would have been super cool Uh Um, or like a cave diving underwater archaeologist because i think like that's the coolest stuff is down there yeah but no couldn't be me no couldn't be me i spelunked like once like very low grade spelunking and it Uh was very terrifying yeah i i can't i can't do it oceans water it's definitely scary it's something that i do want to do but not to that extreme and also like i want to make sure that it's safe yeah before i do it because that's not something to mess with but there's no way right to tell 100 percent. well having one person go down and come like i wouldn't do it first you know I would be with someone who's done it before. Okay. Hopefully, and be like, you go first, and then I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, maybe this place was safe. Theoretically, it sounds like it yeah. was a popular spot, but yeah. it wasn't safe at that moment. Yes. And there's exactly. no way of knowing that. And the, the thing is, the worst part about it is all of them went down Yeah. into the pocket. If it was just one person, then... Maybe it could have been a completely different situation, even if that one person was like, oh, there's not enough. Well, the thing is, there would have been enough oxygen if it was just one person. It was just one person. Yeah. Yeah. And then that person could have had enough oxygen to think properly and like find the way out and then could have warned the others like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't go down there. But maybe they wouldn't have been able to tell the second person, like if there was enough oxygen for them, maybe they wouldn't have been aware that there wouldn't be enough for the next person possibly yeah but i think yeah it's just i just feel like it's just so like dangerous i don't know yeah but i think even just one at a time would have been much safer that's tough i i definitely subscribe to you know safety in numbers so i feel like i also would have said we should all go down together i don't know that's really hard i just don't think that's a smart idea this this tunnel could only fit one person at a time yeah and they were all going to this one tunnel like this one pocket of air in a cave yeah like that's just and they're teenagers you know you wouldn't really yeah. expect them to think all of this through it's really sad that it happened that is really sad yeah hmm. anyways <laughs> oh my gosh <sighs> well i think we'll do maybe one more mm-hmm. story um i've got one this is from uh R slash Am I the Asshole? Mm -hmm. Kind of. We'll get there. (laughs) Um, But it's called Am I the Asshole for Telling My Roommate She Isn't the Person She Presented Herself to Be When We Met Over the Summer. Okay. Let's call my roommate Carly and my former roommate, who Carly replaced, Kayla. I stated in my post that I was looking for a family unit, like a family-like environment. I met Carly over the summer on Facebook, and we got along right from the start and we shared similar views on a lot of things. We FaceTimed, hung out in person a few times, and she even house-sat for me once for a few hours. She was also often sending me roomie night TikToks for stuff we could do when she moved in. Hmm. She moved in officially two months later. So about two weeks after she moved in, I decided to have a check-in with her. Throughout that time, I noticed she seemed depressed and stayed in her room a lot and seemed tired a lot. She had previously explained to me that she had moved out of her mom's due to a toxic family, 
which I understand since that was also why I moved out of state. But she said some stuff like how her grandpa chased her around the house, which made me realize she had it way worse than me. Of course, I didn't pressure her into saying anything more since she clearly didn't want to. But my thing is, I feel like she's a completely different person from how she presented herself over the summer. She was very bubbly, and I thought we were going to have a lot of fun roommate nights together. Mm. When I was living with Kayla, my former roomie, it felt like a family unit, even though she was home maybe once a week. I also noticed Carly had a lot more food in the fridge than Kayla did. I never had to close my door when Kayla was here, mm. but I feel like I have to with Carly. I told her this and that I feel like I'm just coexisting when I asked to have a family unit. Mm-hmm. I even asked my friend who was a therapist how I can help Carly, and she said just give her time. I said all this to Carly, I was nice about it of course, but she got upset and said she did need time and that she didn't think that the move would have such a toll on her. Mm. Am I the asshole? I feel like I made valid points. I brought up Kayla too, and I'm starting to wonder if Carly feels like she was being compared. I don't think it was really that okay for her to bring up Carly in a mm-hmm. conversation with Carla. Is that her name? Carly Kayla? and Kayla. I think these are fake Kayla. names anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I feel like she might have some mental health issues from all of the things that she had to deal with. And I think it's a bit insensitive for OP yeah. to expect so much of her. I know that she wanted a family unit and wanted all of that stuff, but that that's not something that you can really force. And also, if you want a family unit, maybe you should be there for that person when yeah, they need you. Too. Yeah, I think that's what all the comments get at. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone says, um, nothing says fun like forced friendship, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, okay, you wanted a family unit. I think, well, I was going to say most people. I think some people want to just, you know, not talk to their roommates and have a quiet space yeah but I think a lot of people would love to get along with their roommates or be able to have roomy nights and things like that yeah but it also comes with time yes you know you weren't really friends initially and mm-hmm. so that has to develop it sounds like Carly Carly is open to that developing clearly mm-hmm. um but she's going through stuff it's only been a couple weeks yeah moving is hard as heck like it takes a lot out of you even if you aren't coming from a toxic household yeah um, as Carly was so I think it's kind of weird that she's on her case about it that's that's what I'm saying and going off of what you said I remember moving away for college and feeling homesick a lot of the time and you can't expect someone to be like super bubbly and super happy all the time when they're going through a change like that I definitely wasn't yeah I definitely felt like my personality dulled a bit because I missed home so much totally so it makes sense and she's also coming from a traumatic background so that's another layer to it yeah definitely so there's a couple layers Mm -hmm. so i noticed a lot of the comments Mm -hmm. were really 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 talking about uh things that weren't in this post okay where are they getting all this from okay turns out op has posted um in a bunch of different places. Oh. They posted this exact post mm-hmm. on Am I the Butt Face? Okay. And I think on relationship advice or roommate advice. They posted okay. it in multiple places. Okay. This exact one. Okay. And they also have other posts about the same roommate mm. all within just a couple weeks. Okay. 
Um, so there's another one here. <laughs> so there's another one here. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for telling my roommate she can't put a camera in her room? This week, I was doing the dishes and noticed a cup was missing. We share cups, which I don't mind. I told her since she moved in, I don't mind her using my cups. I couldn't find it anywhere, so I went inside her room while she was at work and found it there, then took it to the dishwasher. Mm. I didn't think much of it since she had left it overnight, and Mm. I didn't touch anything else. She didn't seem to notice anything either, so I thought we were all good. But then yesterday, I thought I smelled something from her room, so I went in to check. And then about an hour later, she texted me asking me why I was in her room and sent a video to me of me going in. That's when I realized she put a camera in her room. She also asked why I went in the other day, which I didn't think she noticed. It's not shared, by the way. It's a private room. But still, she didn't talk to me about it first, and I think she doesn't want to because I had snapped at her in the past over a package she didn't bring in. But at that time, I was going through something, and I had apologized a lot. I just wish she had talked to me about it before she put a camera in her room. So I told her she can't put a camera in her room, and she said she's not going to remove it. I don't know if she put another camera in the apartment. She says she hasn't, but she still put one in her room. What's to stop her from adding another camera? Um, okay. <laughs> that. And this was before the previous post that yes. you just read. Okay. Makes sense why she is not that close to her yeah like first of all that's her room she can do whatever she wants with her own space second of all why would you go into her room when she's not there there. that's like such an invasion of privacy and you did it twice it's so weird i noticed a cup was missing i noticed a smell she's talking about in the original post too she talks about uh i noticed that she has more food in the fridge than my previous roommate what like, what does it matter? What? What is that? She seems so, like, intrusive. So weird. Um, there's... the So, OP has since actually deleted their entire account. Okay. Um, so, like, all their comments and stuff got deleted. Okay. Um, but someone <clears throat> mentions a comment. Sorry, hold on, say that again. <clears throat> but someone says, oof, the comment in there, mm-hmm. I assume referring to one of OP's comments. Okay. About how she's 30 and the roommate is 23 and needs to respect her because she's older and the roommate is just a kid. Oh my gosh. There's... <laughs> like, you cannot expect to form a friendship if that's A family the way. unit. <laughs> well, like, mother-daughter, maybe. <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Um, there's also more posts uh-huh. as well. Uh-huh. Okay, wait. Hold on. okay wait it looks like the roommate actually also made a reddit post um which has since been deleted oh um but someone posted a screenshot oh okay um uh, not of the post (laughs) sorry this is an emotional roller coaster (laughs) i'm like getting so excited someone posted a screenshot of the titles uh of the title so the other roommate wrote i found out she went into my room while i was at work and they had had a whole post about it essentially saying something along the lines of uh, she noticed that um, she noticed that the roommate went into her bedroom to take a cup, so mm-hmm. she installed a camera. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah. Sounds Yikes. like definitely stuff is going on here. I think the roommate is completely 
valid <laughs> for doing what she did. Yes. Um, cause again, they're not like childhood friends or anything like that. Right? No, they just met each other. They've lived yeah. together for two weeks. Yeah. It's, there's no way that she could know what this other girl's attention no, are. Crazy. So I think I would probably do the same thing in her situation. Be like, why is she going in my room? Yeah. What is she taking? What is she looking at? Yeah, like, why is she going in there just for a cup? Yeah. Um, there's also another story that was also posted just a couple days ago. Okay. Same person. Okay. My 30-year-old female roommate, 23 female, misunderstood me, honking at her, and got mad at me. For context, we have tandem parking, so whenever one of us wants to leave, the other might have to move their car. Mm-hmm. My roommate, let's call her Becky, again, this is still Carly, <laughs> was going out, so I switched cars. Okay. I noticed she was idling for maybe 30 seconds, so I honked twice. My intention was to let her know that I had moved my car, and I mm-hmm. wasn't sure if she saw me. I guess she took offense to me honking and texted me, and this was my response. Becky says, I was inputting directions for my map. You don't need to honk. OP says, Excuse me? I didn't know if you saw that I had moved or not. If you want to have a conversation, we can, and you can ask for clarification on why I did something. But don't ever come at me with assumptions or unwarranted attitude. I don't know what the deal is, but I will not put up with it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. We talked when she came home, and she said she thought it was rude that I honked, but I didn't have my phone on me, so I couldn't have texted her or called her to let her know. Except they did text about it, but... yeah. She was upset because she did see me move and was just putting directions into her GPS. Yeah, OP said she was idling for 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds? She said she didn't like my response because I've often idled for a minute before and she's never said anything. That's true, but I did think her telling me not to honk was not necessary. Am I the bad roommate here? I feel like I was justified. What is wrong with this girl? So, yeah. It's giving roommate from hell. She's posting, posting, posting all this stuff. Am I the bad? Like, she clearly... Being a good roommate is taking up, like, so much brain space for her. Yeah. She wants to be a good roommate. She wants to have a good roommate. She's obsessed with it. She's thinking about it all the time. I mean, she's made 10 posts in the past few days about this. (laughs) Right? But it's like, I don't know. She's, like I said, she deleted her account. She deleted everything. It was hard to find all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, So I hope that, like, the message got through. Because people were basically like, girl, this is not down. it. Yeah. So maybe <sighs> that helped her, you know, that kind of advice. Maybe. I mean, I think it should start with an apology. Yeah. For the way she's been acting. Yeah. Because it's really just... It's very out there. It's so out there. I mean, if we tally it all up, right? She's texting her very rudely. Yeah. Saying, don't come at me with assumptions. Like, Uh, don't do this. Don't do that. When honking at her when she's there for 30 seconds. She's monitoring how much food she has in the fridge. Counting her cups. Going in to take a cup. Dude, my roommate and I also share plates and bowls and things. If there are plates missing, I will never go into her room to... Maybe I... Maybe if we have that kind of relationship, I'd be like, hey, like, do you mind if I grab... But no, honestly, not a plate. Like, something else. But I'm like, there's no need for that, you know? Like, of course, if you've been friends with someone for so long and, like, you have that kind of relationship, you could do it. But even if you could do it, doesn't mean that... Like, why would you? You know, it's (laughs) gonna be fine unless we have one cup that we're sharing. That's, like, understandable 
understandable, I yeah. guess. You know, that's fine. But this clearly wasn't the situation. Yeah. She's just like obsessive over she's it. She's going in there. She's telling her she's not allowed to have a camera in her own room. Which is such a and violation. She's comparing her to her previous roommate because they're not a family enough. <sighs> like, oh my gosh, this girl left one toxic household and moved into another. It's so weird. It's so weird. And that is why <laughs> I never want to live with someone I don't know ever again. Yeah. So glad that I do not have to do that. That is terrifying. Yeah. I do have a story about like a like a really bad roommate situation, but I think we can save that for next time. Yeah, we should talk about bad roommates next week. Okay, deal. I'm done. I'm ready for that. Um, well, I'm out. I'm off. <laughs> I'm off to the desert, and to the coyotes. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. Talking about sleeping with coyotes. We hope <laughs> you sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs or coyotes bite. Ooh, me or at me <laughs> while I'm shivering in my tent. <laughs> You can cuddle with the coyotes. All right. (laughs) All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Ow.